I'm Christian. My name... Are you going to say my name is 25? That would be great. to Retro Art Gaming. I'm your host Christian and with me today are my two co-hosts Michael and Omar. Hey what's up I'm Michael. I'm Omar. And Omar thinks that Breath of the Wild is better than Majora's Mask. And poor Michael hasn't even played a Zelda title. <laughs> Can we talk now? What? talk now? Oh yeah yeah go ahead. Breath of the Wild is the best. No, better than any other Zelda. Because you've only played one. That's the only one I need to play. No, you you don't even know what a Zelda game feels like. Of course I do. I played Breath of the Wild. Covers That's... all the bases. Nah, dude. Nah, man. I've played Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Link to the Past, Zelda 2. But not Breath of the Wild. I have not played Breath of the Wild, only because it didn't appeal to me. Something about fucking your weapon breaking just didn't appeal to me. Wimp. So you're not a true Zelda fan. No, I saying? am. I'll play it. I'm gonna play it eventually. Just I'm. It's, it's not been out for a very long time. It's not one of those games I even care to play. Let's forget about all of that, and let's talk a little bit about who we are and why we're doing this podcast. I'm gonna go ahead and start. My name's Christian. I'm 25. I've been gaming my entire life. As long as I can recall, I've been playing with a Super Nintendo or 64 or PS2 or, or whatever. Himself. Or myself. <laughs> that did happen. That happened later in life, though, kids. Not that much later. That's a different kind of game. Uh, I'm I'm a retro modern gamer. I, I grew up with mostly retro consoles, but I did uh, I I evolved with gaming. I did I owned a PS2, a 360, a PlayStation. At one point, I had one of each for every generation, and then I decided I wanted to just stick to Nintendo. So I got rid of everything, and now I just have Nintendo consoles, uh, all the handhelds, all the all the uh, home consoles. So. That's my main collection right there. That basically is going to tell you what kind of games I'm going to be reviewing. So, Michael? I mostly play cartridge-based games. Mostly Nintendo, NES, Super Nintendo, 64. But I do dabble with the um, Nintendo Switch. That's what I'm hooked on right now. But mostly retro gaming. That's where I'm at. And did you ever own any of the other consoles like the Xbox or PlayStation or any of those? Uh, yeah, I got a PlayStation 2 for Christmas one year. But... My cheap ass dad only bought me like one game. I got I started buying games, but from KB Toys when they were about to go out of business. Oh shit! Hell yeah. Yeah, I got. Uh, but I got the PS One games because that's what everybody left behind. So I had a. I mean, there's a good, good selection of PS One games. Oh yeah, dude. That's how I. That's you got the, all the good crash shit. Yeah. All, all the players' choice shit was left behind. Yeah. So all all the shit. All the greatest hits. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty that. much. So yeah, that was one of the. Oh, the thing besides Nintendo was the PlayStation 2. What's KB Toys? We're not that old. Come on, man. Uh, if anyone anyone listening to this podcast would probably remember Toys R Us. And KB Toys was like Toys R Us's competitor back in the day. Not much of a competitor. Well, I mean, they went under, but, it, you know, it happens. Kmart used to compete with Walmart and Target. And who's heard of Kmart? I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, Omar, uh, what kind of gamer are you? Well, as Christian put it, 
many times. I'm very much a modern gamer. I started well after these guys started playing video games. So that would include the original Xbox, the 360, and currently the Xbox One and the Nintendo Switch. So you basically have always been Microsoft. The control is the best. <laughs> I'll give you that. The 360 control is really comfy. That PlayStation control is just whack. I'll give you that too, because I don't care too much for PlayStation, if I'm going to be honest. But anyway, let's segue back into whatever Christian was saying. Yeah, let's segue by saying let's segue. <laughs> what better way to segue? We're going to go ahead and review our game. So we each had a game randomly selected for us to review. My game was Mario & Luigi Superstar Saga for the Game Boy Advance. My game was Bloodstained Curse of the Moon on the Nintendo Switch. And mine was Evil Dead Regeneration for the original Xbox. So now that we know who's reviewing what, who wants to go first? Because I'm not gonna. Michael? Omar? Rock, paper, scissors? I always lose, though. I'm gonna be the judge here. Best one out of one, man. We're live. Do this shit. Alright, rock, paper, scissors, I go. <laughs> Alright, oh, so, like <laughs> my game was Evil Dead Regeneration for the Xbox, as already mentioned, and I did play this game on the original Xbox, but for this review, I emulated it for the Xbox 360. How'd you do that? You stick the game into the Xbox 360. <laughs> well, that's technically an emulation? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought I just read the disc. No, it's emulating it. Oh, hmm. shit, I didn't know that. That's why I can't just play every single game. That makes sense. I, I did not know that, honestly. The more you know. Is that pre-built into the Xbox? Like, do you have to be online for that to work? or? Uh, I don't actually know. I don't have the answer for that. No. I imagine you need an update. Yeah, some sort. probably every update maybe updates the game. But that would take up too much memory. That's oh, no, interesting. No, these games are tiny. What? No. Compared to a 360 game? Well, I'm thinking of like games like that I used to play. I mean, get back to you on that because yeah. I don't know. Because I know like retro titles are like even smaller. Eight megabits. I could fit that like, thing on a floppy disk. Eight megabits is like fucking like giving it a lot. You could fit that on a floppy disk. I know. Just <laughs> remember that, kids. Floppy disk. <laughs> it happened. But all right, the game. I played it on both, and when I looked it up, there actually is a difference because on the emulation. There's texture issues where, you know, you're looking at your character and now he's got, like, what would be the back of his neck on the front of his neck. So that's something to look out for. And then, on top of that, if you have subtitles on, sometimes they're all jumbled up. So you can't tell what the hell's going on unless you're listening. So if you're deaf, watch out. Oh, alright. That's good for people listening to podcasts, huh? <laughs> Very true. I can't imagine a deaf podcast. <laughs> It'd be a whole lot it, of nothing. It, it would be a video podcast, and that's not what this is. Still wouldn't be any sound, though. Yeah, yeah. But alright, so there was a difference there. And on top of that, I did notice some weird flickering with the frames, which I didn't read up on, so that was something new. And that's just emulation-based? Yeah. It's, it never Damn. had anything to do with Maybe the original. Maybe you should play the, your games on the actual console, huh? Not every game is like that. Some oh, play really? smoothly. I don't know, but like I like playing my games on the original console. We can't all, you know, bust out the dust bins, start cleaning them off, pull out another cartridge. You mean put in effort to play a good game? I don't know about a good game. Last I heard you played some game called Buster Bust a Nut, I hear. Uh, it was Buster Bust Loose for the Super <laughs> Nintendo. It was a great game. What did he bust loose out of? His pants? Uh, he's still getting more action than you, man. 
But well, you keep derailing me. Let's get back to the game. Alright. So if you're fans of the Evil Dead franchise, this has to do with it. It's an alternate story because it takes place after the events of the second movie, which itself is a remake. If you know that, you know, I don't have to explain it. But for these two, probably never seen it. Michael, you seen it? Nope. Yeah, uh, just as I thought. So, it's a sequel to that. Has nothing to do with the movie that follows. And does its own story. Gameplay-wise, it's very much a hack and slash. Single player, so you can't pull somebody over to play with you. Is there a couch co-op at all? I said there's... <laughs> I said it's single player. Oh, fuck that up, huh? <laughs> My bad. I'm the attentive host. Yeah, look at that. So yeah, our protagonist, If again, if you're familiar with the franchise, you know what kind of weapons he'd use. The starter weapons are a two-barrel shotgun and a chainsaw on his right hand. So just imagine the combat there. So it's a hack and slash? Yeah, a hack and slash. Mm. So, you, so repetitive gameplay? I mean, there's different combos and stuff like that, but obviously, well, obviously you're yeah. going to find what works and just go with it. Would you say you'd get tired of that game, though? Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I'd probably get tired of it, like, pretty fast. I feel But, it. what brings it back is the cutscenes with the voice actors, people from the movie, which is Bruce Campbell. I can't really think of anyone else that was in there. And he does a stellar job, you know? A smartass. That's likable. Like a certain host, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that. Mm, yeah, sure. Alright, so... <laughs> He does a great, you know, voice acting's great in this. If you're looking for that, story's pretty solid. It feels like an Evil Dead movie. And the campaign itself shouldn't really take that long. Maybe six to eight hours. How, how do you actually, like, work through the game, though? Is it, like, is it a map-based game, or is it kind of, yeah, like, like, different is it, like a linear game? It's very linear. Linear? Is it, it like, let you level, go. level? Yeah, it won't let you branch off to some other hidden place. Any, like... Hidden gems or like there is you want to go back for. There's extras. It's mostly uh videos or artwork or stuff like that, which I would go after because there's a a video telling you about how they came to make the game that you wouldn't really find unless you looked it up on YouTube. You have to unlock that like through beating the game and stuff, or I believe so. Mm. So there's that. Uh, there's cool. power ups that you could totally you know come across and not do anything with them. So there's that. Uh, so you didn't actually get to beat your game, but you do I, remember beating it. Yeah, I beat it before, and and it's, <laughs> the shitty part is that it leaves on a very crazy cliffhanger where you would expect there to be another game to follow it up, but as cliffhangers are, you know. Cliffhanger you know, hanging from a cliff. Exactly, and, <laughs> and that's, that's why, it's, why it's, it's called cliffhanger. <laughs> but yeah. By the way, we're not being uh, paid to do this. Um, yeah, PBS has nothing to do with this. Sorry, yeah. PBS and the author binding... Foundation. This is yeah. actually a PG thirteen um, podcast. So I, I thought sorry. we were PG, actually. G. Nah, fuck that, man. I'm not gonna censor my language. So we need the ad revenue. Fuck the ad revenue. We don't get ads. He didn't mean that. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll edit that in post. All right, we want ads anyway. If you guys are looking for advertising, we got you. Yes. Hey, what's up? <laughs> but all right, if I had to rate this game out of ten. Just by being a fan of the series, I'd give this thing a 10 out of 10. But because this is a game review, 
and I want to be as unbiased as possible, I'd probably drop it down to six and a half or seven. That's kind of rough, too. That's yeah. a big I have wrong. to be pretty rough for real. because. Uh, so it's more nostalgic for you than anything. It's more nostalgic because there's some things that just didn't age well. Some of the the cutscenes I think are pre-rendered, so they look pretty blurry. Oh, okay. But the actual game environments and the gameplay don't look anything like that. They're running at the correct frame rate, so it's looking better than the cutscenes, if you can believe that. So it's a fluid game? Yeah, it's fluid. There is, wasn't really any drops. Because I know with rate. a lot of like hack and slash games, you get a lot of that frame rate drop. Like, You get too many characters on screen. I don't know. I mean, that's uh, how it is for old games. When they you get balanced too many it out, though, in there. that regard. They never threw you like a hundred enemies. It was only like six. Seven. I've been playing Hyrule Warriors, uh, and it's very like hack and yeah. slashy, big fucking fields and a bunch of enemies and all yeah, that. Yeah, in that regard. It, is it anything like that at all, can you say? Uh, I mean, like you know, trying to juggle enemies and the stuff like that, but not in the sense that you're taking on hordes and hordes of enemies, because I don't think the Xbox would have been capable of doing that. Alright. Sure. So your overall game score again, what was that? It probably had to be... Personal and... Personal, 10 out of 10. Uh -huh. I recommend it for any fan. Okay. But critically, I'd have to give it six and a half, seven, depending on what I'm trying to be more forgiving of. If I'm being real forgiving, a seven. If I'm not, six and a half. All right then. So, we got Omar's opinion on his game, ladies and gentlemen. You're welcome. And everyone in between, we don't discriminate. Um, Michael, your game. My game is Bloodstained: Curse Ooh. of the Moon. Oh, easy with that booming voice. <laughs> For the Nintendo Switch, uh, I ordered it from Limited Run Games, and. Or is it originally uh, one of those digital download onies? Yeah, it's indie one of those games. indie games, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, real big right now. What's wrong with digital downloads? That ah. You can't hold it, you can't have the physical copy that if you decide you don't want it later on, you just sell it. Then why'd you get it in the first place? Well, you play the shit out of it. It's not like you're going to keep playing over and over. You, you don't play it in your board, you want to go somewhere new. What if you can get your money back. You want to play it again, but now you sold it to Jorge or something I, like that. I think overall what he's saying is with a physical copy, you get resale value, and a digital copy, you don't get that. You're fucked. You're fucked, yeah. Exactly. That's either on your account or like you have to sell your account or some or other sort of illegal thing that I would never partake in personally. <laughs> what if you break your physical copy? Well, yeah, then why you the fuck up. would you do that? Yeah, you <laughs> fucked up. It, it does, does happen. Yeah, yeah. Like, take care of your shit, you know? Exactly, man. We're collectors we're, here. Yeah, we're collectors. We're all collectors here. You wouldn't break one of your discs unintentionally. Like, intentionally. You wouldn't leave that shit out on the couch, you know? Come on, man. I need a coaster every now and then. Well, oh. we, we only do that with our old sports games. That's true. At least we do that in this household. <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, it's an 8-bit platforming game. It's pretty cool because you get different characters and depending on the boss and what you're in, like the situation you're in, you can switch back. Like you can turn yourself into a bat and like you can fly and get yourself out of that situation you're in. You can use a whip. You just switch back from character to character depending on the situation, on the boss. And yeah, it's... What other game could you put it like... Uh... You, you, it's like I know Castlevania. you know Castlevania. Yeah, it's All Castlevania. Right. So it's very linear. Is it like stage to stage sort of deal? Yeah. Omar, you uh, want yeah, to? Yeah, I remember hearing about this game. It actually has a lot of the 
creators from the Castlevania series. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, that's like why the actual plays, like original. Yeah, that's why it plays like a Castlevania game. Because it is essentially. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh shit. Yeah. That's pretty. I think they had. Look the, at the modern guy dropping knowledge on the retro. Yeah, game. dude. They had the game programmer and the original. Uh, I don't want to say musician because that wouldn't be it. The composer. There we go. Yeah, there yeah. you go. The composer. So they were back. And that's why it feels like yeah, a Castlevania you get, game. You get the old school feel to because it. Because I think they came from uh, Symphony of the Night, if you guys remember that one. I don't know that. Mm. No. What, what is that? Another Castlevania game. What Just did that come out on? Uh, I believe the SNES. I had Castlevania 4. I'm not sure which one that what that's called, though. Like, that long title. I know I have the really popular one on the Super Nintendo. <laughs> I had two copies of it at one point because, like, I inherited a bunch of collections. And because uh, that was a popular game for sure. Yeah, Symphony no. of the Night is when they started the whole Metroidvania thing because those people. Oh, because you got to backtrack. Wanted to make it more like a Metroid game. Backtrack more. Backtrack have to more. Shit. The map, the way it looks like. Mm -hmm. That's more of a Metroid thing and how it plays. That's how I felt when I played Castle. I never beat that game, and that game was too hard. I gave up on it really. <laughs> yeah. Because when I was a kid, dude, I could not figure that shit out. Yeah, I played no. Super Metroid in adulthood and couldn't figure that shit out. For real. <laughs> and then I also I also owned that game, Curse of the Moon. And that thing kicked my ass. And without the setting that lets you start where you left off from. So when you die, you know, it isn't just a start all over at the beginning New of the game. game. Yeah. And it still kicked my ass. Oh, uh, rough. so Michael, did you manage to beat your game? I got close. Supposedly, I was at the last boss. But you know how these fucking games are. Yeah. They give you that double boss. You beat the first boss and you're like, yeah, oh shit. Yeah, no, I I got pretty far then, left my Switch, and it died. And when I went back to try to play it, it told me I had to start all over from the beginning. And I was like, yeah, nobody's did, got time for this. Did you got like lose your save state or what happened there? Is it because your Switch died? I think it's just because the Switch died. It just So, like, normally if you had saved and exited, you would have been good and been able to start where you left off? Yeah. It was doing that before. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. So, it was just, like, it, your console died and you lost your gameplay? Pretty much. Dude, that's some old school, re that's some retro problems they, right there. They wanted, you to, they wanted you that, to get that nostalgia back. So yeah. Like, you fucked up, dude. So, Go back to the beginning. Personally, what would you rate the game for yourself? Like, I don't mean, like, critically, like, how everyone would receive it. Just for you, what would you rate it? I'll probably give it like a 8.5. Yeah, I think a solid 8.5. No, like, what would you give it as a public score, essentially? Oh, that's tough, man. What do you think everyone would receive it? All the gamers out there. Well, maybe like a, shit, a 7. Yeah. Well, it depends on the players, dude. Cause we're going to have know. to look this up. We're going to have to see where they actually fall. I, mean, I, don't I think know, it just man. depends on the player, you know? It depends yeah. on the player. Yeah, That's all. I mean, we all like different styles of games, I'm sure. Definitely. Because I know Omar's an RPG guy, and mm -hmm. I'm a platform guy. And Michael, I'm not too sure where you fall. I like platform and run and gun type shit, but I'm, the only thing I don't fuck with is RPG, man. So you really don't like RPG? I, I like RPGs to a certain extent, but like I don't want to invest too too much time in a game. But then again, I have like three hundred hours clocked in a Pokemon Ruby, <laughs> so that's why I I I don't jump in because I'm kind of afraid of how deep I'll go in. Oh, okay, no, I'm just not a big fan of RPGs. Yeah, you guys are missing out. 
That's what they say, dude. I just can't get into it. I mean, I get it, cause uh, I'm I prefer action over story myself. And yeah. RPGs are very story based. Well, I mean, what brings me in is that, say, you're playing some kind of medieval know, game, and you gotta play a sword and shield guy, but you have to play him throughout the whole game. Yeah. That's what part of role playing is. Yeah. So like, I feel like that's a lot more investment, a little more immersive than being able to be the best at everything. That's true. But uh, anyway, speaking of RPGs, my game was Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, which is an RPG. And I actually put 10 hours of time into this game and still didn't beat it. And I've never beaten it on the actual Game Boy Advance cart, which I've had for easily over a decade. And I, I do intend to beat it. I actually really want to beat it at this point. I, I kind of just have my Game Boy on me at all times just to kind of beat it, beat it chunk by chunk. I beat the 3DS version in in full, but I know there was like uh, some revisions done to it. You know, they they nerfed certain items and changed a lot of the gameplay. Like when I was playing it, um, if you used a super move, like a Super Brothers move, enough times, you would unlock the uh, the advanced version of that move, and you had to figure the advanced version of the move out by yourself. It didn't tell you how to do it or anything. It didn't even tell you how, why you unlocked it. It just would unlock, and you're just like, oh, shit, all right, cool. Let me figure this out. Whereas in the remake, it, it kind of hands it to you. It kind of walks you through it a little bit more, tells you what button to push when, and once you unlock the advanced move, it kind of guides you through it. So that was interesting, uh, replaying the old one, actually. Uh, I, I got up to Teehee Valley, which is, I want to say, like, halfway through. Because I've beat, like I said, I've beaten the game before. So I know I'm about a little more than halfway through. But, um, I mean, there's not much I could tell you about the game. It's 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 a Mario and Luigi uh, RPG. It comes from its roots, from the uh, Legend of the Seven Stars on the Super Nintendo. And I was reading up, and they actually... Uh, I was reading, like, a wiki article or something like that. And... They mentioned that they took a lot of inspiration from uh, the Paper Mario series, and you could totally feel it, and it, it plays like a Paper Mario game. If you've ever played one of those, that's basically what this game feels like. And it's overall, it's a good game, man. Personally, I, I think the game's like a 9 out of 10. It just doesn't get that last uh, point for me. I don't have the attention span for RPGs nowadays, it feels, so it's hard for me to get too immersed in it. And I play it very infrequently, so I pick it up, put it down, pick it up, put it down. Sometimes I forget where I left off, and it kind of throws me off, and I got to go back and figure shit out and kind of just waste time. That's my only problem with it, but that's more of a personal issue, I feel. Uh, overall, I mean, I think the game probably did score like a 9 out of 10, even critically, because it's a fucking Mario RPG. It's going to do well. It's the whole thing they say where it's like, oh, it's a Nintendo published game. That's an extra point just because. Just because it's a Mario or Zelda game. Like, oh, that's a plus one point from the fucking get-go. That's not fair. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's how it is, man. If you put a skin, if you put a Zelda or a Mario skin on any game, it's going to do one point better just by default. Just because like, it's characters you can relate to that everyone's seen for years. Everyone's got a soft spot for them. There's, there's just so much nostalgia behind these characters. A commercial break. Who the f***? What do we need a commercial break for? Money. Money? Yeah. Mike, were you making any money on this shit? No, but I should be. What the fuck? Hey, man, I got mouths to feed. Like your own? 
Yeah, my two furry children. (laughs) Oh yeah, you're right, you're right. Let's do it. Um, But we don't have any sponsors. But we could. But we don't. But we could. But we don't. But we could. Why would they want to sponsor us, man? Why not? That's true. You got them there. Let's do it. Uh, Alright, well, you know what? Fuck it, I know a guy. Awesome. Alright, let's cut away, so... Here's a little word from our sponsors. In the arms of the angel. And now we're back. So we're going to cover a few topics here before revealing the next games we'll be playing on this episode. Which we will start playing tonight after this recording. Uh, We have two weeks to beat our games. Or to uh, at least attempt to beat our game, <laughs> since none of us did it this time around. Sadly. Yeah, it is a disappointment, but I, I promise I'll try harder on this next one. I promise I won't. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how much he's willing to give you to you folks. I'll give you just enough. Yeah, and he still wants to cash in on ads. Look at this guy. <laughs> Come on, man. I need to eat, too. <laughs> well, this is not the way to do it. Anyway... So on to our first topic. We're gonna go ahead and start with sports titles. They suck. Opinions. Terrible. Trash. All right. As a modern gamer, your take, Omar. I'd compare it to a car. It only goes down in value. Not all cars do that, though. Only the bad ones. Only the bad ones. Exactly. That's something you gotta say, man. Only the bad ones, buddy. That's why we use them as coasters, as we mentioned. What do we use as coasters? Sports, Sports games. Game, oh, man. well, we do in this house, yeah. That's why I mentioned it, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. You it's forget true. a lot of things. That That's literal, though. That was not a joke. We actually, I use a Madden NFL game as a, a GameCube Madden NFL game as a coaster for drinks. They don't need the details. Just tell them the broad strokes. All right, yeah. Sports titles suck. Honestly. They go down in value so quick. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and nowadays it's even worse with all the microtransactions, if you guys have heard of that. Dude, no way in sports titles? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. What? What kind of fucking microtransactions they got going on there? Custom character shit or what? Probably. I don't go into too many details because I could give half a shit. I mean, Michael, as a retro gamer, what's your opinion on sports titles? They fucking suck, and it sucks going hunting looking for... Old retro games, and you're excited. You find a box with, you just see cartridges, nothing but fucking sports titles. Go anywhere, thrift stores. Yeah, dude, it's just trash. It's like, dude, why do you even bring them out? Just fucking throw them away. You can't even give them away. Even worse than ET. Worse than ET. I mean, I think they're good though, cause you can use the cases. That that's what I use sports titles for. I bought it buy a cheap sports title. Swap out a shitty case on a good game, and you have yeah, you you're right. that case. You're right. That's the yeah. best use for a fucking sport, at least for a cartridge collector. And maybe you use a disc for a sports game as a frisbee for your dog. Disclaimer or, though, dogs will crush it, and I don't endorse it. <laughs> yeah, don't do that with your dog. It'll probably get sick. Do it with your friend. Yeah, because the game will. Title. <laughs> I mean, if it were a good game, your dog probably wouldn't get sick. But a sports title, dude, come on, give him a fucking no, chance. No, your sports, your sports games would get crushed in a second. But he'd know yeah. better than to crush a good game. But let, let's not, like... I, I have, like, a few sports games, and I will give those credit. 
I've never personally played it, but I know NBA Jam Tournament Edition oh, yeah. is a good game. Everyone says it's a good game, and I've seen gameplay, and it looks fun, so I'm going to give that one credit. I played NFL Blitz on the uh, 64 as a kid, and I used to have a lot of fun playing it, so i got to give that game credit. But how about now, if you would play it? I haven't played it now. I don't know how I would feel about it now, and I don't have it anymore. I, I bought it, and I like resold it, because I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to want this. <laughs> but, um... Also, Super Mario Strikers on the GameCube. That was a really good fucking game. Was that a hockey game? Soccer game. Soccer. Yeah, it was really good. I had a lot of fun playing it, but, you know, I'm a Mexican kid. I played soccer as a kid, so maybe it's because I relate to it. Who knows? <laughs> uh, anybody else have any favorite sports titles that I didn't mention? No, but I gotta give credit where credit's due. Uh, I don't remember if it was NBA 2K18 or 19. But one of those games was actually r- supposed to be really good among those titles. And only the following year after the one I'm not sure about, it went downhill. And that's where a lot of people had to, you know, put their foot down and be like, you know, what the hell's going on? Like, you go from being good to just being shit. Wow. They just degraded their quality? Yeah. Quality, you know, fucking getting actual... The people uh, that did do... uh good for a sports title was on the genesis when they released like the the mutant league oh i knew you were gonna bring that yeah, up because i know that that's, have an, to, that's i haven't actually played them but i've heard of them i know yeah, that mutant I, league football mutant league I, i'm hockey. not a, i'm not a genesis person and i know you are you're you're you, I you dabble yeah, yeah but like i don't know i've heard of it and that's like one of the few things that makes me want to play a genesis is to play those games because they do sound really cool other than that, fuck sports title. Or man. Blood Bowl. I hear that's really good. Blood Bowl? Yeah. What's that for? It's like a fantasy-themed football game where it takes the characters from, I believe, the Warhammer universe. Oh, Do you shit. guys know that? Yeah, I've mm-hmm. heard of it. Yeah, the the board game or like yeah, fantasy board type game. game. Now like Dungeons and Dragons kind of thing. It uses those characters and elements to make like a football game. Oh, it's wow. supposed to be really good. Huh, that's interesting. What's that on? Um, guessing... Uh, PC and most consoles. I'm not sure if it's on the Switch. Probably not. I mean, <laughs> probably not. It probably has too many high specs. They're a little selective of their shit. Yeah. But yeah, that that'd be a game to check out if you like both yeah. those. So we got one gut. We got one down. Sports time. On to our next topic, which is pointless accessories, uh, pointless yes. add-ons. Take and... it away, retro guys. Whoa! Hey, all right. Yeah, there was a right. lot. There was yeah, a lot, yeah, man. You even lot. know where to start. All right, let's talk about. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and start with the guns, the zapper guns, and fuck, man, they're really good to play with. They're fun to play with, but like most people don't have a fucking CRT, so to most people they're useless. Almost, you know, a majority of people don't have CRTs anymore, and like, it it. it you can't play games with certain games without the zapper gun, so you have dead games and dead hardware. Whoa, whoa, what's a CRT? <laughs> it's a uh, old school tube television, you know, um, big, big old school TVs before we had the flat screens. Those big boxes. Yeah, the boxes, the box TVs, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you're too young to be listening to this podcast. <laughs> and what's this right here? A cartridge game that you can't play anymore, even though you have it? Well, I mean, I could still play them on my old CRT, but... But what the, if you didn't have one? Well, then I probably wouldn't have the game, or I would have gotten rid of it by now. Fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, the zapper, and then you got the... Um, the, the, the What is it called? We got the zapper. The power glove. 
No, oh, dude, yeah, the no, power no, no, glove. No. The no. Super Nintendo got the, the Super Scope. The novelty, dude. The power glove novelty. It's badass. It just looks badass, but yeah, that's pretty much scope? all. That's pretty much all it has. To I'd go. like to use the power scope one day. I've never used one. I'll bring I, it I over next time. I used to have games for it, and I got rid of them because I didn't have a fucking super scope oh, or CRT. I and now I do, game. and I regret getting rid of the game because I'm like, great, now it's a game I can't play anymore. Next next time I call, I'll bring it so we can fuck with it. Yeah, because I liked playing Duck Hunt. <laughs> oh hell yeah, dude, Duck Hunt! It's actually fun. Imagine a fucking super scope playing Duck yeah. Hunt. So those, those were kind of like they were useful at a time, and they yeah. kind of just they just didn't age. Is what happened with those. But there's some fucking there's some add-ons that were totally unnecessary. The uh, Rob I mean, dude. Rob, oh come on, dude, Rob. Rob, oh you don't want to play video games by yourself? Here's a buddy for you. And it, every person that owned one was like, yeah, I had to push all the buttons on the Rob too. Yeah, like, by the time you know Rob pushed the button, it was too fucking late. Yeah, Rob did not play well with you. I've never used one, and I already know. Like, I don't even care to get one. I'm like, dude, that's such a novelty item as well. I have mine, Such a but gimmicky it's item. so fucking slow, dude. It's like, takes forever to get down. Would you say he robbed you of a good gaming experience? Yes. <laughs> wow, thanks for that. Thanks <laughs> You're for welcome. That. All right, and then what else? What else we the got? The power glove, like he was saying. I wanted to, I'm want i going to throw out good accessories. They had memory cards, which were cool. They had rumble packs. Rumble packs, Rumble yeah. packs were cool. They had um, uh, the GBA link cable. For the, for the, uh, fuck, the Nintendo GameCube. You used it with Pokemon Coliseum and Pokemon XD, and it was very similar to the G, the, the Game Boy Transfer Pack that was for the 64, which were all really fucking cool add-ons. Those were actually hyped-ass fucking add-ons. Yeah, just like the Super Game Boy. Bad ones. We're, still, mm-hmm. we're talking about bad ones, we're not talking about good ones. We could talk about all of them, man. Only the bad ones, though. The, well, bad, the bad ones. Man. I mean, we had the fucking, the Game Boy printer. Oh, yeah, with the camera and you... The Game Boy, the shitty fucking Game Boy camera and printer that nobody had and... And then you'd run out of the little paper and you just never got anymore. I remember playing hard, like, the little, like, unknown levels on Pokemon Gold and Silver and Crystal. And I remember, like, the Game Boy printer came into, like, the picture for those games and I was always so bummed I didn't have one and then I found out what they were and like I was just like that's it I did all that for that like I'm cool man I didn't <laughs> need that and they had the fucking e-reader cards and I collect Pokemon cards so that was really cool for me I never even got to use them though and I don't really know anyone who did like I don't know anyone who used I don't even know cards. what those are exactly <laughs> I don't know anyone who used it or owned it I don't yeah, I don't think I know anyone either. It's a very person. I feel like it's a very like, I don't know. You got to be really into that shit for you know to be into that. I feel. It's kind of like amiibos before amiibos in a sense. Really. Kind of, but they didn't. I don't think the card saved your states or anything. It was kind of like well, probably not. <laughs> yeah, it was some like prototype shit. You know what I mean? Maybe we were just too young. We don't know what the fuck was going yeah, on. Yeah, we don't... You know what? Yeah, I'm not going to even say anything because I don't know too much about it. But that just goes to show you the kind of shit they put out there. We don't even know about it. <laughs> and remember, Nintendo is listening. Always. Yeah, and it's like, what happened to the 64 fucking disk drive, dog? What happened? <laughs> that would have been cool. They had the whole port and everything. For yeah, it. it happened, but it didn't happen. Come mm. on, dog. Get with the program. I want a, I want a console where I could use all my ports. 
<laughs> I want to know what the fucking mysterious port under my Super Nintendo is for. What's it for, Nintendo? What the fuck? So on to our next topic. <laughs> Pointless accessories. I think we got them, right? I think so. Oh, wait, well, you know what? Mr. Modern Gamer, what happened to the fucking Kinect? What happened to the PlayStation Move? Connect? What's that? <laughs> PlayStation Move? What? Is it Move? Is that what it's called? The Wii? What was that? Is Whoa. that what people say when they go down the slide? Wow. <laughs> Damn, like that. What happened, Mr. Modern Gamer? What's up with the Connect? Or, uh, what was it called? The uh, Wii U? I believe it just came with the Wii. What and happened? Then... What happened to virtual reality, man? What happened? Well, you tell me that, virtual boy. Virtual boy? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's why I don't care to have one. Still I don't happen. I don't fuck with virtual reality. Useless accessory. Uh, but yeah, what's up with the connect? It's gone, Doug. Dead. You want one? <laughs> Maybe. I'll give it to you for free inbox. What right now, if you take it on, it's on no like, longer supported. Live. It'd be a dead freaking thing. What do you mean it's no longer supported? You can't even hook it up to your Xbox and use it for its like core Xbox functions? Couldn't you just tell your Xbox to turn on and it would do that? No idea. Never fucked with it. Me neither. It but just I thought. Did not entice me in any way. It didn't entice anyone in any way. No, I don't think so. Everyone had a Wii. Everyone was like, why would I buy this shitty add on when this console does it better? And that's what they said about the Wii U when they had the Wii. They were like, why do I buy this shitty add on when I already have a Wii? That's true. That was bad. Mer that was bad merchandising. I mean, that was a uh, bad uh, promotion. marketing. Marketing. Yeah. There you go. Sorry. What was that guy's name? Reggie. Who? You don't even know your spokesperson, Doug. Who's my spokesperson? Nintendo. Reggie. There for like I don't know how long. I don't fucking know, dude. I don't keep up that much. Like no. this guy. <laughs> he says I'm Nintendo. Everything. I'm Nintendo I'm modern Nintendo. and retro, but I I'm. I'm like a retro gamer at heart. I just buy the games and fucking play them. I don't. I, I don't feel like reading the essay about it. Like it wasn't no essay. He was your spokesperson telling you about the next Legend of Zelda. I don't know, dude. I just or your next I, Pokemon. I, I see somebody post about it and then I'm like, oh shit, cool, a trailer. We come from the time of Nintendo Power, man. That's yeah. all we knew. His shit was I, going I did. down. I, I was a Nintendo Power subscriber. I used to just get that and read up there. But now I just wait for somebody to tell me what's the next thing. I don't really like look too deep into it. Damn. Spoon fed. Bro, I didn't even know when fucking Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield came out. It just came out. I was like, <laughs> oh shit, I guess that's out there now. Damn. I saw surprised it, I mean, the hell out of me. I saw it coming. I knew it was like a week away, but I was just like, I don't really care. Like, I, I already knew I was going to buy it immediately. I haven't even played all the way through Ultra Moon or fucking uh, Y version or X version, one of those two. I haven't mm. even picked up Black or Black 2 or White or White 2, any of those. Whack. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty whack. I just burned myself, man. Let's talk about misleading art, fellas. Ooh, Ooh. Tell me about it, retro gamers. What the fuck? You think that doesn't apply to modern games? For real, dude. Come on, man. That applies to everything. Don't judge your book by its cover. We all know the saying. How could you look anything up? There was no internet back when you guys were playing video games. Well, word of mouth, for one. Word of mouth. Somebody yeah. told you that game was good. Like, somebody told you that game was good, but it was total crap. I mean, look at the Mega Man titles, dude. Terrible game art. Oh, dude, the game art on the Mega Man titles in, in the States was fucking horrible. They gave that dude a gun. They didn't even know what he looked like. They just <laughs> fucking designed the cover art without even going in blindly. They looked like those Italian Westerns. It was so bad. And 
that that's devastating because they were good games. They were really good games with really shitty art. I think they fixed it for some title work. I'm not sure how that went down, Way but down I... Way down the line. Huh? Way down the line. Is that how that worked? I don't know how if they fixed it later or what happened there, but I know that a lot of them had shitty fucking covers. Like the NES ones, right? This one, the NES yeah, ones, yeah, the yeah, original the, Mega Man. Yeah, the fucking gun and shit. Yeah, it was like a, an actual guy on there. Yeah, <laughs> like a fucking three-year-old dude with a, yeah. a six-shooter. Yeah, it was fucking, that was bizarre. Uh, what are some other examples of weird cover art? Shoot, I can't think of any. You guys? I'm not on the spot, but I know. I think we've all picked up a, a title that had a cool cover and been like, fuck, that's it? Yeah. Even to this day, like, I don't uh, recognize the title. I pick it up. Like, it looks cool. Fuck it for a dollar. <laughs> yeah. You get home, it's a piece of shit. You're just like, oh, that's why it's a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. I don't even take the time to bust out my phone and be like, let me look it up. Oh, Call <laughs> of Duty? Oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> you know, I can't really think of too many where I just bought off the cover. No. I've done it impulsively. I've bought games. It. It, most of the time it works out for me in, in my favor, but there's the few times where you're just like, come on, man. I guess more confusion. I mean, actually like, buying a bad game. I bought like a Krusty's Funhouse or whatever for oh, the Super yeah. Nintendo. And I was like, oh, cool, SimSims game. I got home and I was like, what the fuck is this? It's a puzzle game? <laughs> and it was like a really bizarre puzzle game. And I was just like, that's not what I wanted. That is not what I expected. That's not what I wanted. What the fuck? But I guess that's just more like, like franchise kind of thing, you know. Like, yeah, it's more so what I expected from the Simpsons, not from Super Nintendo. Well, anyway, I don't know. I think we've covered enough topics for today. Um, we should probably get into our next games. All right. Does everybody remember? Nope, you don't. All right, so. <laughs> We got three games that we have randomly selected from our own personal collections. We got Omar, Michael, and me. Who goes first? Michael, what's your game? My game is on the NES. It's called Faxanadu. It's a weird-ass title, but yeah, that's my game. Do you know what kind of game it is at all? Uh, what's your relation to the game? I remember... I saw it somewhere and I was like, this little game looks cool, like, it looks kind of medieval-y, but just by the art cover, dude, I don't even know what the fuck this game was about. You still don't? And I looked it up, I remember, and then I was like, okay, but I can't remember right now what it's about for some fucking reason. <laughs> well, we're going to find out on the we'll next episode. We'll find out. Next so, time on Dragon Ball. Omar, <laughs> your next episode? My next episode will be uh, Rivals of Aether, a game I downloaded off of... Uh... Rivals of Anal, you say? Yes, Rivals of Anal. <laughs> Alright, so they really Christian don't like does not like though. things up his butt. Let's make that very clear. Okay. If he has to say otherwise, let him say so. Okay. Back to the game, a game <laughs> I downloaded from uh, Games with Gold off uh, Xbox Live. I know it's a versus game, and that's about it, because I haven't played it. A versus game? Yeah. A fighting game. Like, straight up, like, it's going to be a Tekken ripoff or something? No, it's not 3D, it's 2D. So it's going to be a Killer Instinct ripoff? <laughs> wasn't Killer Instinct already a ripoff or something? No, it was not. Shut the fuck up. On to my game. A better game? No. Anyway, 
My next game is going to be Rugrats in Paris for the Nintendo 64. And it's a game that I used to play a lot when I was a kid, and I rebought it to play it in adulthood. And I did play it recently, and I remember it not being too great, so oh, no. this might be a shitty two weeks. <laughs> oh man, I thought, I was excited, I actually liked that movie. No, it, I mean, I don't know, it, it's, I got, I'm gonna have to get in the groove. We're gonna have to see how these two weeks pan out for me. So, I have two weeks, and I think I can beat this game, I hope. It's a Rugrats game, I'm gonna feel really shitty if I can't beat this, but you, you guys know how those titles work. Yeah. You never know what to expect, you mm. never know. Yeah, that's true. Alright, so, these are our closing words, anybody? They're not paying us to do this. <laughs> Come on, the AAPCA, or whatever it's called. What is that? Actually, yes, tell us, please, yes. what time It's those guys that have the Everyone, buy Nintendo, buy Nintendo. No Microsoft, no Sony, buy Nintendo. Buy Nintendo. Wait, you just said buy Nintendo? Buy Nintendo. But you're a Microsoft guy. They'll go against me, Nintendo controls the world. Oh, okay. Hey, man, he's not wrong, Nintendo's fucking dope. Yeah, alright. Podcast over. Podcast over. Actually, no, not podcast over. Uh, if you guys are out there and if you would like to comment on this episode, uh, give us some feedback. Comment down below. <laughs> <laughs> some suggestions or maybe uh, contact us at retroardgaming at gmail.com. That's uh, retroardgaming, capital R-A-G. You could also get us on uh, Facebook and Instagram at those websites slash retroardgaming. That's Aura, A-U-R-A. So give us a like, give us a follow, give us some feedback, and we will give you another episode. We're going to do that anyway, but, you know, having some commentary would be nice. So anything would be appreciated. Thank you. And this has been Retro Aura Gaming with your host, Christian Castro. Michael the Tink. And me, which is just me. We're deleting my last name. (laughs) 